We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. This is the hurricane episode. This yes. is kind of sexy. It's sexy? Or it's a little, you like a little danger with your sex, don't you? I mean, yeah. Who doesn't? You got a restraining order on you for what? I know. See, a little concerned. Why a restraining order? Where, I don't where, know. What is I, that? We need to understand what the restraining order is for. What guy needs a restraining order against a woman? I'll tell you, the only way he has me feeling right now is just like, what a waste of a good dick. Honestly, it looks very much like my big giant dildo that I break out for special occasions. Mm. So I was oh, like, shit. I was excited. A special occasion dildo. My special occasion dildo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are hilarious. Yeah, there's some lying ass dudes. But I think guys think when it comes to women, we have to tell stories because women love stories. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. It's another fantastic Saturday. So happy you're here with me. Well, I have a fun guest back again, a good friend of the show and mine. Uh, Sir Inc. is here and we are going to, well, he's going to ride out the hurricane with me. This is the hurricane episode. This is kind of sexy. It's sexy or it's a little, you like a little danger with your sex, don't you? I mean... Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> Go outside, have sex with a hurricane, get swept away. <laughs> Literally, well, okay, no, I'm not talking about like that. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, hold on now. Hold the phone. Hilarious. No, I'm not talking about having sex. I mean, that would be kind of hot if someone was here with me having sex during the hurricane. I should have planned this better, actually. Oddly enough, I was talking to somebody new, two new guys today. Okay. And one of them was like, I want to ask you about him. I want to, I think there's a lot of red flags and I just want to get your take on it. Okay. Okay. So he's just out of a relationship two weeks ago. I say red flag number one. What do you say? Jesus Christ. Yes. Okay. Okay. Tell me why. Well, if he's just out, there's nothing wrong with that as long as he's not talking about being in a relationship. So if he's not talking about being in a relationship, that's cool. Being Just getting out of one, that's, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. This is, I mean, assuming what he was telling me is true, but he got on, He so he he gets dumped. He got dumped. Oh. He gets dumped and he, he gets on a dating app right away. That to me is a little sus, you know. Yes, I'm like, it is suspect. But how long was the relationship? I didn't get a chance to dig uh, that deep. Okay. Yeah, so I definitely want to dig that deep. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions. My mm-hmm. questions would be, 
Well, I'll tell you how I'd honestly do it. First is I'd ask questions about the relationship. Then, the, oh, you want my strategy? Are you sure you want to know about the relationship? Are you sure? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, all right. You got to right. listen to my whole, right, okay, my right, whole thing. Me... This is how I, this is how I how pull process. out the truth and I catch people if they're lying to me. Okay. okay. So the first thing I'll do is I'll get him to talk about his relationship. How long were they together? These are natural, normal questions. You know, how long were you together? What happened? Oh, so she dumped you. You know, gosh, you're back on here really fast. Okay. So, and by the way, your profile says you're into X, Y, and Z. He also let a little fact slip that he said he has some restraining order against some weird chick off of Tinder. I guess, you know, he's bragging about the size of his dick. He, I told him not to dick pick me. He did dick pick me, though, which annoyed me. That was another red flag. Doesn't listen. And it is, from the picture, it does appear to be pretty big. So I would jump to, now that I've gotten some general information about the timeline of his relationship, I would jump to asking questions about the little things that he has revealed about what he's into, you know, what he wants, what he's looking for. And then I'm going to try to figure out, based on that information, what he tells me. I'll say, oh, have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? Because I know some of the things that he has done based on what his profile says. So I'll ask, oh, when did you do that? What am I doing with that? I'm matching up timelines. I'm matching up when he said he was with his girlfriend. And when he's now, when I've, when I've got him on another subject, he's not thinking retroactively. <laughs> I'm going to catch you and see if he's a cheater. <laughs> Pretty much. Why does she dump you? Why That's she dump the, I know. Why'd she dump him? I'm like, because he's a, probably a fucking cheater. He's probably and he's, a cheater. She really caught him on it. She, he's talking about Tinder. She, he probably caught caught her, or caught, she probably caught him on the app. And maybe this psycho bitch has something to do with it. This crazy stalker who maybe she's his. not a crazy stalker. Maybe he was dicking her down, and she busted. She is the one that outed him to the girlfriend. <laughs> what do you think? Am I onto something? Does this sound like you know the restraining order has me pausing? Like, well, wait a minute, you had a, you got a restraining order on you for what? I know. See, a little concerned. Why? Why? Why a restraining order? Where, I don't where, know. What is like, that? We need to understand what the restraining order is for. What guy needs a restraining order against a woman? Yeah, but he sounds like if he a guy with a nice size dick, he he probably just wants to bang a bunch of chicks. He probably lies. Got caught up in the web of lies. Why he got dumped? Mm-hmm. But how good is his dick? Is she dumping? I don't know. It's it is. I will be honest. It was really big. I was like, "Whoa, that's a big okay. dick." Okay. I mean, so of course I'm curious about it. But what woman throws that fish back out in the water? I mean, okay, that's a good point because I had a guy that used to eat my pussy really, really good, and he stole my car, and I didn't care. I was like. You can come back and I got a new one. You want to steal that one? (laughs) (laughs) You're wild. But it's hard to give other people that really give you sex the way you like it. You know, it's hard to, you know, we have a little more tolerance for them. But yeah, you're right. The duration of the relationship, why she dumped him, what's up with this restraining order. He got a lot of red flags. There's a lot lot that I have to get into. Now, who knows? You know, I mean, this is, we were just talking earlier today. Who knows if I'll ever, you know, now the storm's coming. I don't know. You know, I might not talk to him again. I don't know. But I am curious. I'd like to. Just figure it out. Yeah. I just want to put the puzzle pieces together because I'm like, there's just so much more to the story. I know. So are you telling guys that they need to have a little bit more edge to them? Am I? 
I mean, is that is that the is, am I taking I'm taking notes here? Do I need to come a maybe I'm boring? Maybe I need to come a little drama like no oh no 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 I mean I'm me. all... I met no. a girl on Tinder she put a restraint on me maybe I need a little bit more adventure in my story I'm 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 feeling like if he got you feeling like this I might need to spruce up my story no I'll tell you the only way he has me feeling right now is just like. What a waste of a good dick. I, I'm not even going to want to, yeah, it looks like it's big. I'm not even going to want to investigate because I know, I just. There's a level of nonsense coming with it. Because when I said, don't dick pick me, and he did, that pissed me off. And then there was another thing where he had said, oh, what was it? He had said, hold on, I got, now I got to look. I got to pull up my, pull up our text because he said something. And then he twisted it when we were talking on the phone and said something different. And I said, no, 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 no. Go back and look what, read what you read. That's not what you text to me. That re, go back and reread what you said to me. He's like, oh, well, I meant, you know, and I'm like, see, it's just, I can just already tell like, fuck, this guy's a dingling. <laughs> you know, and I, don't, I can't do dinglings. I mean, ugh. he, he see that here's the thing. He's like six, three with a big dick, but I just don't think. I don't think, yeah, I have two restraining orders, one from women off of Tinder, two restraining orders. See, this guy's a fucking drama king. Like, how do you have two restraining orders? Yeah, he he, he doesn't get the meat. He, does, he he can get some conversation, but he we can't meet up with nobody like that. that that's not I good. Mean, two restraining think- orders. That means you are really pushing the envelope, dude. What are you doing to get two restraining orders, Wayne? Two restraining orders just got dumped and doesn't, can't follow directions. You know, when I respectfully say, don't, you know, don't dick pick me, did it. Um, and then what was the other thing? Dang it. Oh, he said, I've been stalked and harassed by, uh, by a ton, a ton by single women. Well, when are you coming across all these single women if you're in a relationship? I mean, what do what you mean a ton? So you mean every hot girl? Wives, oh, hot wives typically just enjoy the dick, play when they can, and leave me alone. So I said, so you're looking for a hot wife? I mean, like, I, I'm not a hot wife. I don't know. This just stinks to high heaven to me. <laughs> I'm just very suspicious of all of it. Oh, anyway. Yeah. That's I said, I don't want dick pics. And then later on in the conversation, he just sends me a fucking dick pic. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be dick picked. I would have been happy to be surprised. I like to be surprised, actually. I really do. Yeah, this guy doesn't get it. uh, He's obviously real arrogant, real arrogant and aggressive. And he's like braggadocious about even his problems, which... I wouldn't admit that I had a couple of restraining orders on me from Tinder. That's not good. Yeah. What are you doing on Tinder when you're in a relationship? I don't understand. So anyway. Okay. So basically. That's that's number one. What's our our vote? What's our consensus? Are we just like, is this guy already like. Oh, he's he's off the island. He he gets off the island. I think you're right. He's off the island. He's off the island. He's got. Way too much. He's too arrogant. You asked him not to do something. He did it. He's bragging about his dick size. Who even knows that's his real dick? Um, that's what I told him. That's what I said to him. I go, yeah, yeah like, I don't you even- don't know that restraining orders, 
Yeah, and, you didn't um, show your face. You just sent it. You sent it with a you know one of those timer things, so it fades out on field. They have where you know you can show your picture and then it disappears. I would have to say like how many guys that you know of that have they're well endowed, good looking guys that's been dumped and had restraining orders on them and got a bunch of women that are just stalking them. Like that don't even sound right. That's not like a fictional character. I know it doesn't sound right. You're right. Yeah, like he's, um, I don't know, like he's some famous actor or something. You know, you would think Brad Pitt gets that kind of, kind of <laughs> attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he, I'm, I mean, Brad Pitt, I mean, what's going on? He's not Denzel Washington. He's not some of these, one of these. He's he, probably going to gonna be, listen to this and be like, what a yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying to be, I'm just saying, look, to be stalked, to have a couple yeah. of restraining orders on you, to have a large penis and be a, a nice looking man. I mean, something just don't add up. It just doesn't add up. That doesn't add up for me. I know. Thank you. I'm with you. I said, there's, it's like something's off. He need to have a little restraint with what he's telling, what he's saying. Like it, hold off some information, but he texts that. Like, don't text me a restraint. You got it. That comes with a story. A restraint. I know. Yeah. That's right. What am I like, supposed to think about that? Like, I mean, did you get a restraining order because you put your hands on her? I mean, like, that's concerning. Well, she doesn't. Nobody has them on him. He's saying he has them on these two women. Oh, he put restraining order on the women. Oh, he's just Adonis. I don't know. I, I that's what I'm asking you. I'm asking like, I need a man. I need a man to interpret this man drama because right. I don't understand it. I'm like, oh, I get what? It now. he's Adonis. He's Adonis. And he's just so, he's so beautiful and big penis that the women just can't help themselves but fall in love. And he has to push them away and and get restraining orders. I mean, that was, he was he, intimating but, that. I guess, he, you know, he did he intimate that a little bit like that, that his, you know, because they, I guess he just fucks them so good. Like they go crazy. I'm like, I said, well, well, I did say this. I said, yeah. How old are these girls? Uh, how old That's is he? Girls. I didn't say women because I'm like right. I know you're not talking about women. Well, how old is he? He's 31. Uh, he, nah, man. He I know. know. He I know. know. That's it. That says it right there. I know. I mean, he's probably like, banging. Tw- he banging 20 year olds and he said, "Yeah, he said 25." I'm like, "Well, that's okay." Yeah, he bang, so he banging. He banging chicks that still got uh that still has. Those kind of fantasies of love in their head. The reality of what life really is hasn't really hit them yet. Yeah. And so they can be enamored. <laughs> hasn't hit them yet. hasn't hit them yet. You know, I mean, it's okay. You know, when you think back to your 20s, the ideas we had of love and relationships is completely different. And most of this shit that I thought is completely false, right? Yeah. Uh, and it comes with experience. And if I was to date a 25-year-old, yeah, she might think I'm the best thing since sliced bread. You know, I'm just more experienced in a lot of ways. So I could turn a young girl out, but why would I want that problem? Yeah. But it's ego-driven. He sounds like a very ego-driven dude. Like, I wouldn't want to tell another woman, like, I got I got restraining orders on chicks. Like, that's, that's not what we're bragging about. And I certainly wouldn't text that. That needs to come with a conversation. So he's, he's 31 operating like a 21-year-old. It's okay. At least he got a big dick, I guess. That's my sentiment there. Yeah, he's off the list. Damn it. I wanted yeah. that dick. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, it looks very much like my big giant dildo that I break out for special occasions. Mm. So I was like, shit. I was excited. A special occasion dildo. My special occasion dildo. <laughs> yeah, you are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Stop yeah, making was... me laugh. Stop, man. You gotta <laughs> you gotta do the like, well, tonight is a special night. Let me turn that slow music on. We get the, the candles bow, lit. Bow, bow. I'm about to pull Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, what, what, what's he called? I know you got a name for him. Uh I don't actually. I actually don't. You ain't but name your toy? No, no, but it's, it is my special occasion dildo. Like you just don't, you gotta be like, I did bust it out like four times yesterday. Um, Yeah. I mean, like you're not going to be doing anything the next day. Your vagina needs to cool down. (laughs) Needs to cool down. (laughs) Oh my God. Sorry, I just had my special occasion dildo day yesterday. You're just going to have to wait. Is that because of the the hurricane that you pulled him out? Is it? I mean, is it a no, joyous occasion? I wanted to make sure I knew is where it, he was in case I needed stress? to pass the time. Is huh? it stress? Is it like when you feel nervous <laughs> or stressed, or is it celebratory when you pull him out? No, I was just really, really horny, and I was in the mood to be stretched. And so sometimes that's a totally different sensation than so. Like a hard <laughs> dick can get, hit your A spot, which feels really good. But the special occasion dildo, mm-hmm. we could call it sod. No, yeah, special occasion dildo. Okay. But sod. Okay, sod. <laughs> my sod is it's girthy and long. So okay. I can. I get both of those sensations of being totally filled and stretched. And okay. I can put all that pressure on my A spot with it. It's pretty fucking phenomenal. So does it does it vibrate too? No, it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't need to. Okay, okay. okay it does not okay, need I, I okay. that would just be over the top. I mean, like okay. sometimes literally, depending on how turned on I am, when all those sensations are going at once, like I have to like almost like not move, don't breathe, like Unless I'm ready to come right away, because right, right. it's it's, it's that, that intense. intense, right? Okay, yeah, it's really oh, and, okay. and I want to make it. I like I like to tease myself with it. I like to make it last. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Yo, the look on your face right now is hilarious. Oh my god, I wish the I audience could see to myself. Your... I, I wish the audience could see your face when you <laughs> said that. You had this look of pure. Joy on your face. Oh my God. I haven't seen that face. That face right there was like taking a trip down memory lane. It feels so good. It really, really does. It's, Mm. yeah. Okay. So we got number two, right? We got two guys. Oh, so there was that guy. Well, actually, there was three. Okay. I think maybe it's, maybe it's all the like energy from the hurricane or something. Everybody's excited or nervous. I don't know, but. So there was another guy that I actually like, very polite. I can tell. See, I can I can tell instantly what kind of guy I'm dealing with. That's why I was like, I need confirmation before I pitch big dick overboard, no and I don't mess with him. Right. I need to make sure that I need a backup. I need someone to weigh in on it. So right. I I'm glad you were able to untangle that mess for me. And so he okay, he's gonna be out. Darn it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. 
An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We've all seen the headlines in the news of how someone lost their life in an act of cold-blooded murder. And while it's sad and grabs your attention, most people go on with their day without giving it another thought. But have you ever stopped to think about the life of the person at the center of the news story? They were more than just a headline or a statistic. They were someone's loved one or friend. I'm Mike Morford, and my podcast, The Murder of My Family, dives into some of those stories to help listeners get to know the person who was lost and how their death affected those closest to them. Listen to The Murder of My Family everywhere you listen to podcasts. There are well over 100 episodes to binge on now. Then this other guy that I talked to, he was really nice. I like him a lot. He would be, he reminds me of B.E. He's a B.E. kind of guy. Okay. Like a steady, you know, like no drama, Uh bumping along, enjoying his life, respectful, considerate. He's not going to fucking dick pick me when I tell him not to. Wonderful. Yeah. And then the other guy, ooh, I just got a notification. Who is, oh, it's from, yes, it's from the third guy. How funny. He just, I just got a, oh, oh perfect. Just got a text from him. Uh, he is 6'6". Wow. Big boy. Yes. Big, big dude. Okay. 6'6". Six, 6'6". Six. Six, six. And built just like I like him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, What's yeah. the personality? He does have a man bun, though. And I, I see he has pictures of a man bun and he has pictures with short hair. I haven't asked him yet if he's still rocking the man bun. I'm not a big fan of man buns, but for 6'6", okay. six, six, I'm going to have to I'm yeah, going to have to. You're going to have to take that. Bun. You're going to have to take it. You're going to have to take, take that. Good, you know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 6'6", six, six, he's built. Yeah. And, so you know what it is about man buns? We talked about this. Um, in the shop one day last week. What? Uh, Some guys can pull it off. He's got yes. that. He's got that man bunny kind of yes. look to him. That rugged kind of. So we had this conversation, and so my boy was like, "Yeah, I got a friend. He, he's got a man bun, and he you know, and he has, I, you know, I guess he has a couple other things like maybe hoop earring in his nose or whatever. But the guy is like, yo, miss a conversation piece.'" I walk in with that. Matter of fact, he has a tail. When he said, yo, it's just a conversation piece, but he's a nice looking dude. Like you said, he's kind of tall, kind of built. He got he got his thing going. So he was like, yo, you, you wouldn't imagine it's just a conversation piece. He's like, but, you know, it do look weird. It can look weird on some people, but it depends if you can pull it off. And he could pull it off. But he was like, you can't imagine how many women just want to talk about all oh, your hair and da-da-da. And he's like, that's his game. That's his game. The man bun or the tail is the guy's game. So, yeah, I mean, he's, first of all, he's a, a nice looking dude in 6'6 six, six and built. I mean, I don't know. You know, that's like if I get a tall girl that's built and she might have some kind of hairstyle that I don't like, but she's pulling anything else off. We're going to have to ignore that. We're going to have to look over that. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, look over I hope he's, because the picture where his hair is short cut short mm. super cute like i'm like okay. i like him better with the short hair versus the man bun however i will deal with a man bun now i don't know anything about his penis 
So that'll be a mystery. That'll be a mystery. Hopefully the curtains match the drapes. Look, straight on, if he has a man bun, if he pulls it to the back and not on top, it's like he don't have, it's like he got short hair. Right. Yeah, no, I don't know. Exactly, exactly. And he's, yeah, just a local guy seems real nice. So I think I already went through my my circle to snare him in a couple, like, you know, just to see about the girlfriend situation because everyone says they're single. Right, yes. But you have to pretty much interrogate somebody without them knowing they're interrogating, you're interrogating them. to. Figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, figure. I mean, it's a it's a crazy game out here, and if you don't have, you can't come in with a blank piece of paper. You absolutely have to have already handpicked questions to ask every person you you meet. Yeah, I've just gotten so used to. But people aren't used to. People aren't good liars. No, they think they are, but they're not good liars. So you just wait people out. I know. People and then, do you know, remember like? You know you've dated someone where in the beginning, like they lied about something mm-hmm. and not thinking that I guess you were gonna date date as long as you do or that right. you get to know them in the that you do. And right. then you realize like that was a bull that was a total bullshit story. Like that was not true right. at all. You know, right. you realize that and I always wonder why. <laughs> why do that? I mean it doesn't even occur. It wouldn't occur to me to do that. Like, I don't get it. I think guys are taught. Guys like to, I think guys fib more than women. I'm just 100%. Just yeah, there's some lying ass dudes. But I think guys think when it comes to women, we have to tell stories because women love stories. So I think men think, let me come with a story that's going to bring her in. Because if a guy is, you know, look, like I just said, damn, maybe I need to come with some stories. Maybe I'm not as. Interesting as I need to be. Maybe I need to come with some evil, evil stuff in my dating life. <laughs> How many Turn restraining up. orders do you yeah, have? <laughs> I, need to, I need to come up. I need to come up with something. How, how many restraining orders do you have against you? you know and how saying? many restraining orders do you have against well, other people? I, I've, I've got five ex-lovers that I had to put restraining orders on. They won't let me go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm coming with something. I, I got to come with it. You got to yep. come. Let's not talk about stalkers. I think you should. Did yours resurface? No, but I'm just saying we don't want to. We, don't want to, we, we talk about stock. We don't want to keep. Well, talking you know, we start stuff. doing more episodes like this, and we're it's going to. Oh, gonna, her ass is coming back. It's going to happen. Back. Yeah. Back. But I think guys just feel like we have to tell women's stories, and Why? guys, because guys, that's what guys when we're growing up and we're telling each other stories of how we met girls and all that. Like, we're telling guys the lies that we use. And the other guys feel like, oh, I got to lie. You know, I got to make myself, especially in today's world with all the Instagram and social media, people are lying like crazy. So, but it's all to attract some something or someone, you know? And I think guys just feel like, if they're regular guys, I think they feel like they got to compete with the guys with all the money and the fancy cars. So they got to come with some stories. Well, you know, this, that, and the other. I got restraining orders on these girls, or I had a Benz, but it got in an accident last week. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know how it go. You know how it go. I had a guy. I'm driving the Honda. <laughs> so I had a friend who had a client who had a Benz. Yeah. And so his client didn't care. He let him use his Benz. 
So my guy will go out to the clubs and throw his keys on the bar, like, boom. So the girls can see he driving the Benz or, oh, he'll, or okay. he'll drop the keys in front of somebody like, oh, excuse me, let me get my keys. You know, it was all a lie because, yes, he's driving the Benz, but it ain't his. But it, was oh. all, it was all kept just so he could bang some girls out of the club. And he would get girls like that. He would get girls oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. So, but it's a lie. But his goal, he met his goal every time. Okay. How do you feel about dating these days, just in general? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's tricky. Very tricky. People are a little, little triggered, a little crazy. Do you notice a change in the dating pool? Or is it just me? No, it's a change. We talked about that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not I'm not alone in that because I feel like, what the fuck is going on? You know what? I, I feel like, and I know women say, what happened to the men? And I'm asking, like, what happened to the women? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. That's yes. what I want to, I want to jump into that. Yeah. I want to talk about that too. Yeah. I want to talk about that too. Okay. I Let's... have a lot to say about that. Okay. So I'm going to, so I'm going to say these women are just very bland, very vanilla. They don't even know they're either bland or vanilla or they're too much in their own head. And I had to tell one young lady, I was like, I hear you and all that. I was like, but you don't really know who I am. So what do you mean by that? I was like, you don't really ask me any questions about who I am, what I want, this, that, and other. She's like, well, well, just tell me who you are. I like, don't work like that. You know, I just don't go omitting a bunch of stuff. Like, I don't even know what's pertinent that you're interested in. But clearly, you're not really showing me that you're interested in me. I'm just next up. You're just running your game, and I hear you. I'm just sitting here listening, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's not, you know, you can tell when someone's into you when someone's not. And nowadays, I just think people, because they've been hurt in past relationships, they already come with this, this is who I am, and set me for me. I really don't care about who you are. You're just next, and but I'm going to run all my game on you. I'm going to tell you all this stuff. But I always pay attention, like, and I'm never interested in someone who's not interested in me. So, and I don't think people know how to ask questions to be interested in someone. I don't think people even think like that anymore. They don't ask what they. Well, what do you watch on TV? They don't ask you what your favorite book is. They don't ask you do you, you eating healthy or do you drink water. Like people don't care. They just they're too busy telling you about their life, their work, their job their kids or not or no kids or them going out. It's never like, who are you? What do you want in life? You know, how did you get to this point that you're at? They don't like none of that matters. It's just me, 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 and more me. And they really can't see it that way. Like when I mentioned that to the young lady, she was like, well, okay, well tell me, tell me what you want, well, who you are. I'm like, that don't work like that. I just don't go blurting out stuff. Those are things you got to ask. I was like, I know everything about you. I started regurgitating all this stuff. I was like, damn, you paid attention to all that? I'm like, yeah, you talking. I'm taking notes. I take mental notes. So, you know, I'm sharp like that. I just, that's just a talent that I have that I can hear people say certain things. And it sticks with me. Like, And that's why I have good customer relations uh, with my clients because I can remember pointing at things about each person that they might mention. This is like someone said, my mother is sick or... 
my child's about to graduate and I'm going to follow up. How was the graduation? You know, it's just innate. And I just realized that a lot of people don't have that. And I think people used to, before we had all these distractions, you were forced to actually have to talk to people, right? And I think we mentioned that before, like when the TV went off, all you had was a radio and us. So we were forced to be with our family, our friends, and get along and talk and socialize. These people don't even know how to socialize correctly anymore. And when I say correctly, I meant just in a way of engaging people to understand who they are. But I think putting phones in all of our hands have created a monster in a way that people are like their own little celebrity. And we've become all little, not all of us, but a lot of people have become their own little narcissists. And they really can't see outside themselves. So, for example, this guy that's telling you about how great of a, of a how, he show you how great of a dick he is, how great of a lover he is. One girl dumped him. The, he had restraining was another girl. That's, but did he ever really ask you, who are you and what do you want in life? Or how did you get to where you are? Like, did he even know that you moved from California to Florida? Like, did he even ask anything? No. You see what I'm saying? Like, and that's yeah. that, that's the majority. I, I'm, I can't, let me start. Let me start. That is the majority of what I've come across. So I can't say that's the majority of people that's out here, but that's the majority of what I've come across, especially in people in their 30s and in their 20s. And I don't even really talk to the 20s in a serious way other than to try to mentor some people in their 20s, I won't, young men or women. I but, will not talk to anybody in their 20s. Now, I can mentor, I can help mentor people in their 20s, young men, young women. It's bad enough in the 30s. But, yeah, I, I can't, like, you know. I mean, this shit's making me want to take a hammer and bang myself in the head and get it over with. I mean, it's ridiculous. But then I feel like people that are older, in their 40s and 50s, they have a little bit more, a little bit more life has worn on them. Correct. So they're like a little fatigued with dating and there's no exuberance. There's no excitement. It's just like, well, I got kids and you know, my life is this, or they're not really like uppity, uppity, uppity and wanting to mm. go. They're in this routine too. You know, it's like wax on, wax off. There's no nuances to it. I'm finding a lot of guys in their mid thirties are in crisis. They're in like legit. They're in. They're having crises. They're having emotional problems in their mid thirties. I'm not kidding. I'm finding this a lot lately, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Again, you know, and I'm like, this is bizarre. I'm not used to, and it's just a different generation of a people. It is. Well, well. <sighs> of society as a whole. I'm not just yes. talking about, you know, cause it's not, it's not just the age thing. I mean, 20 years ago, a 35 year old, in my opinion, of course I would be very young, but I'm just saying like, that was a different perception. That was an adult. I look at these, some of these 35 year olds and I'm like 30 year old dudes just don't have it together. Don't have it together. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that shit, you know, I mean, I was looking at pictures that I came across my mom and dad's wedding photos and, uh, which were quite funny, but 
you know, I mean, they got married when I was 19. My dad was 21. I mean, not that I I don't advocate for people to get married there, but I'm saying like, by the time my dad was 35, I mean, shit, he'd been a married man and raising a family and all that, you know, like for a long time. And these guys don't have kids. They're just, I don't even know if they, I don't even know if they own their own homes. I mean, like they're, you know what I'm saying? Like they're renting, they're in apartments, they're bachelors, and they seem to be kind of falling apart. And so what I sort of see is what I believe it to be anyway, and this is what I'm curious about your thoughts on this. I see that it's, it's nobody's really kind of like clicking and hooking up very much. And everybody seems to be pretty dissatisfied because the men want the women, but the women are every time the men turn around, they're just getting, you know, me too'd or canceled or don't look at me sideways. Don't look at me in the gym with a thong up my ass, you know, uh, harassing me. And I mean, you know, just all this weird shit. Right. So it seems the dynamic between men and women is way off, like way off. And I think it screws up guys more than it does women. Cause I think men left alone to their own devices long enough, too long without a woman, a, f- a good female influence. I'm not talking about bad dingling women. I'm talking about a good female influence. They go a little cuckoo. That's my thought. That's what I'm seeing anyway. I could be wrong. I think there's too many options. So to go back to your father's generation, what TV went off at a certain time, if you could even afford a TV, radio was bigger. People actually read newspapers every day. People did things. It was, a, it was a slower pace, but people did things that could center them more. And in today's world, these young kids don't know about putting jazz music on and turning the TV off and relaxing. or They don't know that world, right? And, you know, you do yoga, right? And so you do things to center yourself. Their centering is just going, picking up their phone and looking. Like, they die without their phone. Like, they don't know what to do without their phone. Like, when I... When I want to center myself, put the phone down, turn the TV off, put some jazz music on, get a book out, I'll burn a candle, burn some incense. I might just sit in a room quiet by myself, just centering myself. They don't have anything to center them. Now, on top of that, now you have all, you have so many buffets. What buffet do you want? You want the buffet of girls? You want the buffet of non-binary? Do you want the buffet of transgender or... Like what buffet you want to go to, and then not only you that, then, interesting statistics on and that, then you, and then you got so much other buffets going on, right? That is so many options. People are lost; they don't really know what to think, what to choose, who they are. I don't think they con- even really know like what how to pick. No, what like the good? You know, I mean, think about this: your grandfather and your grandmother knew what characteristics they were looking for in a partner. Right. They knew. But they also knew that they needed each other. Right. To, sur- right. to, to have a, to survive, not only just survive, but to grow a family and survive. They knew that yes. today's world, everybody can live without people. They all live in single. It wasn't like that years ago. Yeah, no, I know. It's strange. And I don't know if I mentioned, remember the last time we were talking, I don't know if I mentioned this, but like I came across some, a bunch of interesting statistics 
one of those is that, you know, on dating apps, because I've often said this, I just didn't know what the number was. I always feel like it's like not a nine to one ratio, right? There's one woman for every nine thirsty guys. Uh And I always get a ton of likes and, you know, in my inbox, and then you have to wait until I connect, say, yes, I like you too. And then we can exchange text or whatever. And there's like, when I first got on field, there was like 1500 guys that liked me and 15 fucking hundred guys. That's crazy. And, but you know what? I'm not that I don't, I know that it's because 50% of the guys automatically just swipe. Right. They just swipe. Oh, I like they her just face. Swipe. If they like, like you, they just swipe, swipe, swipe. But they're looking at your picture, your face, yes. the first picture, they swipe. Right. They don't, they don't go and read. Like, no, it's, they're not reading. No bio. It's kind of like, is she, do I think she's attractive? Yes or no. That's the only right. thing they're going on. Like, do I think she's okay? That's it. But there's only 10% of women who swipe right. Uh-huh. Okay. So that means that most of the women then are not okay. Women have gotten very picky, pickier, way, way, way pickier. They date up and across, so they're not going to go down. So they may be a seven. But they're thinking they should have the nine guy. Yes. And, you know, I'm just at this point, I feel like I'll take a strong six. You know, (laughs) I mean, I've always actually let me in my defense. Let me just say, let me say I've always been more inclined towards the sixes. I mean, I've had great relationships with nines and I've had great relationships with sixes. It is about the person. But I know that. I already know. See, I know that. Most people, you know, like these, I think these girls nowadays don't. It's just crazy. And, you know, you were talking about the quality of of the women out there in the dating pool. And it's kind of crazy because, like I said, every woman thinks she should have a nine or a 10 when she's not a nine or a 10. And they don't want to get married. They don't want to be submissive to a guy. They don't want to, you know, it's like, there's all this just like don't want us, but then, but they do want a guy to just buy them some Louis Vuitton bag or let me do an OnlyFans and send me money. You know, I mean, it's like, I can't relate. There's just a lot about that's going on with women today that I just cannot fucking relate yeah, one bit they're, to. They're not doing it for guys. So, for example, you're right. I know they're not. They're doing it for other women. That I mean, we have 80% of the buying power in the market. And we're, we're only being marketed to with be, self-improvement, beauty, beauty yes. products. Beauty products. Beauty. We, that's Improving your outer, your exterior, but nothing about improving yourself inside. Right, right. So, nothing. Nothing about no. improving yourself yeah. inside. But go get that BBL. Go get that tummy tuck. Go get that. And the thing is, guys just going to fuck anyway. It doesn't matter if they're six or nine. I know. And the thing is, yeah, a six can think that she deserves a nine because nines are in her inbox because they just want to smash. Guys just want to hit. They don't care. They just want to hit. But that that gives that woman a false sense of security as far as like, or a false sense of what she deserves. Whereas though men know exactly what we can and can't get. Yeah. Based oh, upon, that was another thing. Based you upon how we look our money. There are over 90,000 people missing at any time and over half a million are reported missing every year. And that's just in the United States. 
I'm Mike Morford. And I'm Jess Betancourt. And in our podcast, Missing Persons, we discuss cases of people who have gone missing under mysterious circumstances. And we're joined in each episode by guests who are either related to the missing person, investigating their disappearance, or advocating for answers in the case. Missing Persons is available everywhere you listen to podcasts. And there are dozens of episodes to binge on right now. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. That was another thing that that big dick guy did. He's looking at my pictures, you know, when he's first texting me and he's like, damn, you know, you got a, you're banging and da, 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 da. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, I mean, yes, thank you for the compliment. I, I kind of figured you like the exterior wrapper because we're texting, but you know, again, like didn't ask me anything about me. It was, yeah, just a, it was all about being, I mean, it was all about exterior. objectification, yes. which again, we all have to, we all have to have that attraction. I totally understand. I'm not, you know, but how about like trying to go a little deeper? Let's see. Do you they have a deep end in your pool? He doesn't no, have a deep end in his they, pool. Most of, most people just don't, they don't know how to, they don't, they ne- they were never taught to do that. I, I just have to say never been taught. Like I, I find myself. And, you know, we have these pages. So I find myself talking to people. I'm like, well, what do you know about men? Like, how do you go about making a man feel comfortable? What do you know about the man? And they, and people would be like, oh, I know he goes to work. Blah, blah, blah. But what do you really know about the man? That's how you lose him. You lose him because you don't know him. And if you know him, then you can do the things to keep him as he should do the things to keep you if he know you. But you got to know a man. You just can't just think he'll be all right. No, it doesn't work. But people really do not have a mind of their own. They really don't know how to care about anything, anyone other than themselves, not even their own damn kids. Oh, I heard something else really that just, it it struck this huge chord in me. I went, oh, that is so spot on. You're going to love this when I tell you this. Okay, Okay, so that it is that social media is to women what porn addiction is to men. Yes, I could see that. Absolutely. Instagram is the female porn addiction. Yes. It's all about getting those likes and those, you know, and that that gives that dopamine hit. Yes. And I was just like, that makes so much sense to me. I mean, you see women just acting a fool out in public taking these stupid photos for all for their social media. And I'm just like, and they're posing. It's not even natural. They're, they sit there, fluff their hair, you know, and like might even pull a ring light out. It's just like, Oh my God. (laughs) When I see that shit, I get embarrassed. I get embarrassed for them. I'm like, somebody should tell her that that's fucking ridiculous. I'd be so embarrassed, especially if a man that I liked saw me doing that. I would never want him to know if I ever did anything like that. And I'm not joking, but you know how I hate social media. But the so. guys are doing it too. They're too busy posting anything they do. So are I mean, they? It's, oh, yes, it's, I don't know. It's, 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 it's uh, just their generation. That's, uh, that's how I they communicate. I know. That's how they communicate. I know. It's completely know. how they communicate. It's how they live. And... I've had that conversation oh, with my weird. son, and he's like, "We grew up with the internet. We don't know a life without internet." Yeah, y'all, y'all do. Like, I know. so Thank when God. someone when someone is saying something about you online, it's hard for them to walk away from it because they feel like they have to answer or respond. And a lot of us is like, 
whatever. We're not responding to that nonsense. We don't respond to nonsense, but they feel they had to. And it's this online drama. But that's how we go from being like the story today and then tomorrow something else. Like the, the cycle just moves so fast. Yeah. You know, and so, again, their capacity to slow down and look at details, get to know people, get intimate is not in them. I don't know what intimate is for them. Netflix and chill, that's not really, I mean, that's that's kind of, that's some intimacy, but that's not, that's not true intimacy is no. to know someone. But, but see that whole like Netflix and chill, that means you got the TV on. There used to be a time you want to come over and chill. I never called no, you want to come over to Netflix and chill. Do you want to come over and chill? Which means come over and we going to be one-on-one talking. My talking. music on. We might play some card games. We might play a game or something. Yeah. But the TV wasn't the main focus. Is you come over and chill. Maybe we did watch a movie, but it wasn't, you know, we're not watching a whole damn series in one night. It, it's just yeah. different. It's just different now. Yes. It's just different. So here's an interesting fact. Okay, okay, so you know that, like, I mean, we know men and women aren't, I mean, the marriage, I mean, marriage rates are down, divorce rates are high, reproduction's low. We got all kinds of weird shit going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I just was in, had a guy back on the show who I think it was the, it'll be the previous Saturday's episode to this episode. Okay. And he basically has just, done run and run an experiment and he has a sex toy it's called the auto blow ai you know which can follow voice commands oh but now it can it can follow your thoughts you can literally follow this you could literally mentally masturbate yourself what do you mean by thinking the command and it's gonna do he has this it's called brain shit it's bci i forget what it stands for so anyway if you for, think about masturbating you automatically will come to make if it come. you think about you're using so it's you can connect with your thoughts to a third party toy or a sex robot let's okay. say okay that sucks your dick exactly the, you can think your way through a blow job you can blow yourself basically Hmm, Mental, yeah. That's, that's you, interesting. You're you're controlling it with your with your with your thoughts, okay? This device. So, like I said, you can mentally masturbate, and I think, I think women better women better women better lock something down now because once guys can get suck their own dicks, and this device is better than females, we're obsolete. And especially the women, the women today that you know are so entitled. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I, I feel like a couple of things. Ooh, boy. I'm like, but the, so this scares the shit out of me. I mean, on a, I know people think, oh, no one's ever going to not want to have physical touch. I'm like, it's happening now. Look at the dis- look at how people people are already so weird and they can't relate and they don't connect. This is not a far stretch. Look at where we were 50 years ago. Women were virgins when they, 80% were virgins when they got married. Now it's like 4%. Okay, like, do you see? <laughs> yeah, I, so, oh boy, so this is loaded. So I got some pros and cons. 
I'm like, I'm going to be the one leading the coalition of crazy ass fucking badass women. We're going to find these plants and bomb them. Okay. So, all right. So a con, a con is guys will lean more towards artificial intelligence to be satisfied. Right. That's just in a sexual way. Well, I don't know if it's intelligence because it's coming from their own mind and these could be stupid dudes. Well, just, it's just a machine. I'm just <laughs> I'm thinking joking. about the machines and stuff, right? Right. And so, okay, so you got the intelligence part. And in one aspect, yeah, it's going to disconnect people um, a little bit more. But in a good aspect, if you're a guy that can't get none, instead of going out there and raping somebody, go get your little machine. Okay. I don't know that it's going to have an effect. I'm just saying. I'm just looking at pros and cons. But. I don't know if I want a machine like that. I told you. I, had I think a, it's going to make men more docile. Look, I had a flashlight. I don't think it's a good thing. I had a flashlight. A friend of mine was selling uh, sex toys. And when the flashlights first came out, she got one. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to send you one. She sent it to me. I used it. And because she wanted me to give her a review on it. She was sending me stuff like, you know, try this out. I tried it. And she said, how was it? I said, I threw it in the trash. And she said, damn, it was that bad? I said, no, it was that good. And I said, damn, if I kept using that, it would not make me want to hunt. You know, it would not make me really want to engage women as much. And a woman can't replicate that sensation, that consistency of what I felt around my penis. From start to finish and the little can vibrate, all that stuff. Like, there's no woman that can replicate that. So that's not good for me because it desensitizes me. That when I do go to have sex, I'm not going to be interested. You know what I mean? I think I'm like, uh, eh, eh. so like, uh. So I was like, number one, I threw it in the trash because it is so fucking good that, yeah, you should sell that. But for me, it would kill my sense of wanting to be intimate with a woman. It probably would kill my intimacy with a woman because no woman. Unless, I don't know, is she a virgin, an 18-year-old or 16-year-old can replicate the tightness, the wetness, and all that. Like, it, it, it's just too much. So I, I tossed it. So, yes, you're right. The art of this kind of machine would make men disconnect more from women, and that's not good. Mm-mm. It's not good. Now, some men might use it and be like, dig this. I can't use this shit because... I'm just not going to talk to women. But there are a lot of guys that just love women. They love engaging women. And that's not going to change. But the more people are into themselves, the less they get into other people. And so guys that are about, that are lovers, that like women, they like to get into women. They like to get, you know, they want to know what a woman likes, who she is, whether they got a girlfriend or wife at home. They still out here being lover boys. They just love the game. You know, they love engaging. They love seeing. It's like a Rubik's Cube. They love seeing that they can get all the colors to match up. And that when you get all the colors to match up, that's when you, you can hit and have sex. But in today's world, they make they, they make a guy look at the Rubik's Cube and be like, oh, I don't want that. I'm good. I'm just going to go over here, put this machine on my head, and, and make myself cool tonight. That's kind of crazy. I know. I know. And, and, and it'll also interact with like virtual reality. It'll interact with the porn through virtual reality and follow it and simulate exactly what's being done in the video to your penis. 
That's what I'm saying. The shit's about ready to women. You had better like women. You so better get your fucking asses in the kitchen sit, with sit aprons on, looking cute, with that martini for your man when he comes home. I'm telling you. Say that one more time. It does what? You can watch something on TV, and it you will can, replicate. So you're like you're you're watching porn, and you have a VR headset on. It can actually simulate what is being done in that and what you're watching wow to so if you're getting trip. a blowjob in that vr world you can the machine on you is going to replicate that yes wow do you see what i'm saying that's crazy it's this is i'm very concerned <laughs> i'm very concerned about the human race Yes. I mean, you know, with, with chat, GBT and all that, like, we're, I'm just concerned. we're just being dumbed I mean, down. We're not doing anything wrong. I'm concerned about us. We're getting less connected. And, you know, it's all just going. And see, men are just, it's, this is a by, I believe this is all a byproduct of women just wanting to be out there and be so independent, you know, which again, it's a good thing, but you know, when you take some, when the pendulum goes too far to the left, it has to swing back. It has to correct. So the, the things that are, you know, men do in response to X, Y, and Z, it's this kind of shit. So for me, this, this, this kind <laughs> that's of, why I said I'm just going to have to make sure that I, all the, I all the stuff interfere with, women, with the factory production of this crap. <laughs> right. All the stuff with women, for me, makes men lazy. So like men, when I was coming up, you know, man, we got, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go, give me a shirt, give me an outfit. Yeah. We're going to go out to the club tonight. Yeah, you look and, good. And, and yeah, it was you look a, good. And it was a competition amongst your friends. Like, who can get the most numbers or how many numbers you get tonight? How many numbers you get tonight? But it was, we got to get dressed, get a haircut, look good, go out. And we were engaging people one-on-one -on -one, trying to get phone numbers. It was like a game for us to try to get phone numbers. But it makes you engage people. You got to talk to them. And with everything now with social media and you can just look at girls, it takes any desire to hunt out. Like there is no more go buy a shirt and go out. Like you could just project your living one way, show up with a T-shirt and jeans on, and they're still going to love you like, like you're Drake or like you're Brad Pitt. Like it's really crazy to think. That this is where we are right now. And, and I keep telling women, men are, men can be lazy as fuck. If you don't make us work for it, we have to work to get girls. Like we have to work to get girls. Like, okay, now I got a phone line. We're going to go that's out. That's part of the evolutionary process. Yes. That's like, and now we're fucking with it because everything's so, everybody's, so, men are so fucking soft now. Girls want to go, girls want to go half on dinner. Girls don't need you to pick them up. Girls this, girls that. So they make men lazy. And so God. men don't care because the six, she going to give the booty anyway. Especially, women, the, especially women, the four. Women, stop fucking going halvesies on a date. For God's sakes. Be a boss chick. Let her be a boss chick. Let oh her go my ahead. God. That is such bullshit. I cannot get behind I that. Won't let a I, woman, won't, I, I won't let a woman. I won't let a woman go ahead. But if she's going to try to put up half, you might as well pay the whole bill. That's where I come from. If you're going to put up half, you might as well pay the yeah. whole damn building. Because, I mean, if you being the boss, go be the boss. Don't go halfway, go all the way with it. That's what I'm saying. Women are brew problems for themselves that they don't want. They're brewing problems that they don't want. 
Let the guy pay. But they sold us a bill of goods with that whole sexual revolution and feminism. And I believe that feminism is not all bad. I think that it's, it's made some really great strides, and I like it to a degree, but it goes overboard. And it has gone, it's run rampant right now. No, I agree. I don't, I mean. Because go out there in the work world and crush them. When you come home, be the kitten. And we, they've lost They've lost that. And they haven't okay, taught their daughters me, anything. I know. Well, let me tell, for anybody that's, any females that are on the fence, let me just tell them it's exhausting to be the man. It's exhausting. <laughs> and you don't want to do it. Yes. It's not your natural no. state of being. It's not. It's going to wreck you. You won't be a joyful You don't person. have enough testosterone in your body to handle it. That's why men are built and designed the way they're built and designed. Because actually, they can handle that a lot more stress than we can. And yes. ladies, it's just going to make you wrinkle and age before your time, and you'll have gray pubes. Yeah. I mean, you know, just, just for an example, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. Women want to talk about their day, their day at work, what happened at work, blah, blah, blah. Men necessarily don't want to talk about it unless it's a real issue. Most men would rather have a drink, watch the game, or talk about anything but work. They don't want to deal with work until they go back to work. But a lot of women, they need to talk about work. They need to bring work home and talk about it. And da, 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 da. Like they really don't know. Why are they working? Really they don't know what they, they shouldn't be working. I, I you know, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I think what I think what women have to really. We need a revival of the fifties. I, I love I love those clothes anyway. It's so on point. Like let's just go back to the fifties. So I think what women have to understand is okay, you've gotten yourselves in positions that have great jobs. Da da da. However, now we can take a look back at what the changes have in the in the pros and the cons of it. And the and the cons is you've lost your households. And it's not just the woman's fault. But again, we, we can there's a lot of social constructs that went into this. But you've lost your sense of being feminine to a man. And I I'm gonna go out there and say feminine to a woman, because I know women that have same sex relationships and they're dealing with the same nonsense the men are. So it's the women have changed and they don't really understand that. Yes, when you go to work, you gotta be one way, but when you come home, you gotta change that up. They don't know how to turn that light off. And that's one of the things that women, professional women need to have a conversation about looking back. It's like, how do I turn that light off when I go home? Because the dude in the house, the dude in the house should not be your enemy. That's it. He's not your boss at work. He's not your co-worker. He's not your asshole co-worker. He's your dude. Well, but here's the thing. This is why I say women should. I was, you know, I was only half kidding when I said women shouldn't be working. Ideally, you know, women should be doing the things that really were better suited for. And as I was saying, with the stress, the workplace and the workforce is competitive difficult, a lot's demanded of you. It's stressful. And I said something that, you know, I just earlier, like, I, I know women can do it. Shit, I have done it. But it is stressful. 
it's was my it's, it was my total undying commitment to kick an ass in a certain industry that was male dominated that I here I am competing against men no wonder I didn't have sex for three and a half years I'm so fucking busy trying to kill it I have to act like a man with other men the last thing and for see for women this doesn't turn us on this doesn't we don't come home charged up at the end of the day ready to fuck like a man would wanting to blow off steam or like thank goodness I'm coming home to my woman my soft place to fall I've had a hard fucking day no it's just like you go home and then you're all wired and you don't know what to do because again that's like masculine male energy <sighs> and over time, that's why I speak from experience when I say, over time, always being your own problem solver, always having to think your way logically through every fucking thing, it's exhausting. It is. It's exhausting. It is. But because we're because women, we are emotional and we aren't stoic and we aren't meant to be like men. You know, we aren't meant to be like that. But we'll. We put ourselves in that scenario and that situation because we're starting to get validation from being bringing home the bacon, you know, basically from being a high. What do they call that? It's a high earn, not not a high earning female. They call it high status female. What, yeah, but they are, they are high earning, you know, high high value, high value, people, okay, high value people, okay. high value women, high value men. Is is going both ways now? Yeah. Well. I will say that as a high value female, I'm putting that in air quotes right now. Right. Because I, you know, I mean, to me that that's a financial statement. And I think I definitely know that I match that statement. I can tell anybody that that's not there yet or a woman who thinks she wants to climb the corporate ladder. When you get there, then what? It's not all that. And, and that's what I was going to say. First of all, and it's really not what I'm naturally meant to do. And I get how women can get overwrapped in it because they overthink stuff, right? It's just the way your minds work. And a lot of people that you have to work with or work for, fucking idiots. And a lot of those idiots are only there because they've been grandfathered in to this yeah. oh, there position, is, yes. right? Yeah. Or a man just said, I'd rather have him over her, even though he's a damn idiot. Just because he on some man, just just on some macho bullshit, right? And so I get that women find that and find that to be more of a challenge, right? But it's an insult, you know. And I and I think a lot of us who have been subjugated to have been subjugated to certain things and have been starved out of certain opportunities all feel the same damn way. And you find yourself like competing and competing against someone that's more than likely not qualified as you are. Um, they're not smart as you. And you're beating them you're beating them up every day. But just because they have this position over you, it keeps you in a certain place. Now, again, a man comes home, give him a drink. <clears throat> he really ain't got much to say. He want to have sex. A woman comes home, she's angry. She's looking, you know, she's pissed. She want to talk about a day. And then she's in a mood for the rest of the day. And then she has anxiety before she, before she goes to bed because... She got to get him well, going to work. Hold on, but day. now she, but see, here's the thing. Now she's in a mood. Where does, what's she going to do? She's going to channel that frustration out on you. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. And you've been out working hard. I mean, I don't know. I can just tell you this. 
with I would say when I started doing this podcast and just doing my exploring and getting out there and and then like having these experiences and reevaluating and having you know and going down different rabbit holes one of the most interesting things is that I just my fascination and love and appreciation and respect for men has grown so so much so so much and I also understand, I believe I understand male, female dynamics better. And this is coming from an out, al- you know, the alpha female. I am definitely an alpha female. I don't care. Like, I don't want, like, I understand also, like, what it means to be submissive to a man. I would have never thought, like, that would be something that I would want to do or be proud of or be excited to do because you get this again, the feminist movement made that negative. No, it's not negative. It's actually just being the yin and the yang. It doesn't, you're not taking a weaker position. You're actually pretty strong. And it's really just this, you know, it's kind of taken me to this point in life where I just really go, God, I fucking love men and I appreciate them so much. And that's why I get so angry when people, when people say toxic masculinity and you hear these feminists just spouse all these, all this stupid shit. I'm like, Oh my God, lady, shut the fuck up. Let's see, when there's a zombie apocalypse, how many toxic masculine men do you want protecting you? (laughs) Right? Somebody's got to hold the fort, right? I fucking, if you you have a toxic masculine label, please come and introduce yourself to me. I want to meet you. Like, you're probably, you are my, you're my kind of guy. My kind of guy. But, but but see, what happens is, and that's what I mean about this society and social media, they brainwash you into these narratives. So men are toxic. Yeah. Men are narcissists. No, it's true. It's right? True. Women this, Narcissist, women that. toxic. Da, 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 da. Yes. I mean. Women this, women that, right? But no one has a monitor on and say that, okay, there are some toxic men. We get that. There are some toxic women or whatever the case may be with women but that ain't everybody and by the way i'm only looking for one fucking person to be with anyway so why do i care about what all men are like or what all women are like why do i care what everybody is like when i'm only looking for one person that's gonna be on my page and if i find myself to be a very unique person i just no regular person is gonna be able to deal with me i'm gonna need an extraordinary person i'm an i'm an extraordinary dude I'm an extraordinary woman. I'm not looking for an average woman. I can take an average looking woman, but I can't take an average thinking woman because she is going to believe everything that she see on TV and social media. She's going to be in my God. phone looking for bullshit. Oh, God. Like the God. whole, you know, the Please. whole kitten caboodle. Learn whole, to critically think. Please, you know, they're, they're everybody. That's, that's been taken away from people. And again, with AIGBT, well, chat GBT, that's taking away your 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 ability to write. You know, that's why Hollywood is on strike now, because they're trying to fight to get more money. But why do we need writers when I can say, write me a story based on Christopher Columbus written on a 10th grade level, and I need 10, 50 pages of that. And it'll spit it out in two minutes. So, like, why do we need writers? I hate to say that. I I do believe we do need writers. We need no, yeah, we do. We need people who can bring creativeness from, which is God given talent. 
Yeah. I believe that we need that. I never want to and say life should experience be replaced. and all that life stuff experience. But now everything then, that makes an artist an artist. But man done created a computer to do that for you. So what do we do? I mean, now you have to well, I have to go into learning computer programming. Here's what's here's what's here's what's coming. Let's predict it. Okay, so we have nobody's married anymore because men and women just don't even talk to each other. Guys are getting the best blowjobs of their lives because they've got robots, sex bots fucking them and they don't talk back. And women and got plenty of toys. Women well, women are just busy trying to be men because that's what they fought so hard to do. They're not having any more kids and you know, they're just climbing the corporate ladder. And then what else? Oh, we've got oh, nobody's really working though. So actually, no, no, I take that back because we have Chat GPT and all these robots that make our life easy. We don't have to work hard and do anything anymore. Everything's roboticized. And women are kind of losing their minds because now we can't be men or women. But you know what, though? I, it, it's funny because <laughs> I, I, like the ingen- I, don't know. I like the ingenuity of today's times where people could be influencers. But the whole Instagram I, model I thing. Do. You know, wait, 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 wait. You know what? Actually, I'm going to stop you right there. I don't. I think that word, you know, when people say, I'm an influencer, I'm like a social media. I'm like, oh, my God. If you can make money off of it, cool. Like, uh, like if you're a person that, for example, if you have a podcast and like you're or like your podcast or a traveling podcast, yeah. like and you're like, you know, look, I'm traveling, I'm showing you guys and you're influencing people to travel and you're getting all this following. I get that. Oh, OK. Right? Well, maybe I, I mean, that. OK, maybe I was being this this whole, this whole, 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 whole definition, definition is, is crazy. Hold on. Yeah. Let me tell you what my definition of an okay. influencer is. Because I think maybe you had. What I heard you say that my definition of that was is entrepreneur. Okay. When you said influencer, my definition is, or my definition of that is just these ladies on Instagram that because they have so many followers and then they get you know something to sponsor them, and because when they put it out there, people yes, and it's just because they use a lot of filters and angles, and that's it. That nothing more than that. Yes. That's to me. An influencer, so maybe yes. I didn't give it the bandwidth that you did. Well, but. I mean, well, when you think influencer, that's the first thing we think about is girls on Instagram modeling, whatever, or shaking the ass, or whatever the case may be. But you're right. Some some of the influencers, like Kevin Samuels, was an influencer, right? And he was he had male content. He had male content first, and then he came out with female content, right? That would be considered an influencer, someone who, but. Most of the influencers that we would look at on social media are women. No, but, he was, but I, I would say I don't put him in the influencer category. I put right. him in the entrepreneur sure. category. Okay. He's, running, I, he's running a business with a bigger purpose. Like yes. not no, just, saying, not yes. just that I'm going to snap all these mindless photos of myself, photoshopped and, and filtered to the hilt uh, so that I get enough followers, the likes, if this is the like, likes, 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 I need followers and likes, followers and likes, because then these other people selling this stupid crap, this wrinkle cream or this, this brand of swimsuit or whatever will give me money. You know, if I snap a picture of myself with it and there we go. I mean, that's the little loop right there, but there's nothing, there's nothing cerebral about that. So when I look at the Kevin Samuels model, he had a he had a business model and he ran everything around that. He had a 
a message. He knew who his target audience was, was, and he sold to those people, and he got paid to do that. But he's running a business with different income streams. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it is. And imagine, what are are all these people going to do when they get to 40? You're not going to be influencing people on your beauty as much. I don't some, know. Some some young ladies will do surgery and all that, but when all that's gone, listen, they're making 21 year olds every day. Someone turning 21 every 18 damn year day. Old. 18. 18. And I mean, you can't keep up with that. You know, even I right now at 51 know I'm not who I was at 35. I'm not being looked at the same way by 35 year olds. At 50, I don't feel no different, but I know I'm different. It is what it is. But I have to carry myself a certain kind of way now because I am different, right? But I'm not like my 29-year-old son. You know, we go into the mall. I'll see these young ladies coming up. They look, and I'm like, okay, you know, let me get my walk on a little. You know, I see it. They looking past me. They looking at him. And that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay because that's that's what it is. <laughs> Do you know what the funny part is? <laughs> Why I'm laughing at this? Okay, is I'm laughing because a lot of guys I would date have sons the ages of guys that are hitting me up on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Every now and again, I'll get a 20 year old hit me up. You know what I mean? But that'd be more so like. Can you help me take care of me? You know, they they looking for other stuff. I know. Wait, hold on, though. But we didn't, the, at the beginning of this, I said, I met three guys. You met three guys, yes. I, right. And we talked about the, we talked about the, the one guy, right? Six, six guy. Do you know who my favorite guy is today? It's a 52 year old, six foot man. That's my favorite guy that I talked to today because we had, he, because he asked about me, the most, we had the most engaging conversation. He's interested in me, told, you know, revealed enough about himself openly, asked enough about me. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll have, you know, like, you know, we're all riding the storm out right now, right? The the hurricane's going to hit tomorrow. And after that, it's like, yeah, let's get together. I'm the most excited to talk to that guy. Because he's, because we, they call it old school, but really it's just, being able to relate to human beings. I just, if I'm going to, if I'm going to lay down with you, I want to know who you are. If I, if I plan to lay down with you, if I, if I really want to go Come out. Come on. Yeah. You're going to stick. You're going to be like, I just, yeah. I mean, if you're going to stick your dick in me, I want to know something about you. I want to kind of know something about your, you. Not Let me go God. back to this. Is that a is that an old school concept? If you're gonna fuck me, can I just know something about you, like so, so who you are? This? How about before you even get the fucking? I need to know if you're a person that really can't handle your liquor. Because if we go out and something you drink too much and you get to talking crap to somebody and a fight is gonna break out or whatever the case may be, I have to put my life on the line to defend not only you but myself. And who knows? Now these people have got guns. They're killing everybody. So, like, I don't want to go out with a foolish young lady and end up in some shit and get myself hurt trying to defend her. Because whoever I go out with, I'm going to defend them like me. So if I don't feel like... You know I, if, if, if you got a personality, I feel like, eh, 
I wouldn't even go out with him. Not even to fuck him because you can mess around and get me in some shit that I can't get that out is of. Like, okay, okay. This is such a good point. And I want to, I have to, I, I have to bring this up because you remember I told you that story when I was, when I was, when, back when I was seeing someone and I said, yeah, he told me not to go running in a certain area. And I was kind of like, that was in the very beginning when I was green, I would say green to, uh, to understanding men and why they say what they say and why they do what they do and why you should, you know, when it comes to safety, if a man actually takes the time to say, don't do X, Y, and Z, just fucking listen to him. I mean, and then I told you the follow-up to that story was, there was, you know, I, I gave him some attitude over one day. He was like, don't, I had a friend there visiting with me and we were going to go to this one beach. He said, don't go to that beach today. There's a lot going on. And he knew that there had been like gangs, you know, at that beach or something. He knew something I didn't, obviously. And I remember being like so irritated about it, but I was like, I think I went anyway. We did. And then did we go? I can't remember. Did we, we went, I think we went, but then we left pretty quickly. We weren't there that long, but he said, do not go to that beach. Just don't do it. And later that day, uh, probably a couple hours after we had already passed through, there was a shooting at the beach. Somebody and somebody got shot. And I mean, and he's just like, I told you don't go there. In 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 the in the in the moment, we all have to make a decision: Is this person concerned for my safety, or is he being controlling? Yeah. Right. Right. And and, and it I, wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and, but the thing is, people feel like nothing's going to happen. But the things that will never happen happens to somebody every day. When you turn on TV, someone innocently gets taken advantage of, gets hurt, gets killed. Something happens to someone that they never expected to happen. The, the 70, the 70 something year old woman didn't expect she was going to get raped by a 20 year old in a, in a neighborhood. Right. But she didn't, but she went out late at night. Didn't think about, didn't think about that. Okay. But there's also like this, this, let's look at it this way too. My grandmother never, my, my grandfather said, don't do that. And and it was a safety issue. You're talking about a legitimate safety reason. I know what the context of the conversation that we're having is about. It's about safety, my personal safety. He's advising me so that I stay in one piece. And I want to argue with him about staying in one piece. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But, but and again, like I said, go back 50 years to my grandmother's generation. and. They weren't. They didn't argue with their men about safety shit because they knew they knew better. Like you don't argue with him about what's safe, being safe, and what's not. It only took you know. It's like now women are like, "Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? I can do whatever I want." Blah 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 blah. Well, and that that like when I said like that was really my attitude when I start. That's who I was when I started this podcast, but. It's very interesting for even though, you know, all the ding-dongs I bumped up against and there have been, the list is long. I've met enough good guys 
really good, like men, real men, that when you see them, you're just like, holy shit. Like, uh, this is why I love men so much. Like, this is why I could never be a lesbian. Like, men are fucking amazing. And I just have so much more appreciation for them. I'm I'm ha- completely happy about that. Well, yeah, because we, we've gotten out of the, you, you've gotten out of that mindset of of I don't need to listen to anyone but myself. And I think what happens is a lot of people have had individual success to the point where they only think that their voice is the right voice. And when you put yourself in a very humble position, you understand that that's the, everybody gets a trophy. That's the, that's the, everybody gets a trophy. Like you're, you're, you're special just for being, for being you, sweetheart. But, but you when you're like, in that zone, right, you have blind spots that a person that care about you tells you about, but you gotta be open to having someone close enough to you that you respect that when they say, don't go there, you understand. All right. There's a reason why he's saying that. Or, like, like I told you last time, like, you know, I think we should go right, but my wife may think, you know, going left is better. And then she'll be like, okay, I'm gonna let him have that. But then she'll find a nice way to just say, baby, I think, you know, left is better. You know, the best way left might be better. We can go by McDonald's, whatever the case may be. She'll talk you into going left without being like challenging you about going left. So it's like we've lost just those simple, um, is, is some courtesies, right? This is what you're saying about the 52-year-old guy, right? He has a certain courtesy about him that, like, damn, he actually cares about what I ate today. He actually cared about asking me who I am. How did I get here? Like, he just ain't blowing me off with this, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, my God, you're so gorgeous. Like, okay, obviously, you're a good-looking woman. What else is there going on behind it? What's going on? People don't care. They're all surface. And I wonder why they got to put a restraining order. Because you wasn't asking the questions. Bitch, are you crazy? Do you, are you taking medicine? Do you have any trauma? Do you have any past trauma in your life? Are you taking any medicine? Yo, yo listen, seriously. Yeah, are you taking medicine? Like everybody, it doesn't, does it not seem like everybody takes medicine? Yes. Their generation is definitely, everybody's on something in their generation. Definitely. I don't, I've never taken Adderall. I've never taken, like, uh, well, all of this weird shit, like that, they just grow. Like you get prescribed, and that's normal. I'm like, that wasn't normal. Like that's not normal. They don't that's know just- how to medicate. They they they, they self medicate. I mean, and, and the pharmaceutical companies don't care. They tell them the doctors write the scripts. We got the we got the medication. It's a big it's a big hamster wheel. It really is, in many ways. And people have to be able to think for themselves. Hey, I have another, I know this is, this is out of left field, but I have another interesting little tidbit fact that I wanted okay. to, I wanted to make sure I made a note to myself. I wanted to make sure I brought this up to you okay, because cool. I used to, I used to talk to you about this. This okay. is why, this is why I'm happy. Like this has come full circle. This podcast has come full circle. Okay. So a lot of people that listen to me now don't, don't maybe, maybe didn't listen to me a couple of years ago when you and I would just get on these podcasts and just talk forever. Hours, hours, you know, yes. and, and and we would just record the conversation, and then I would I would hit publish, you know, and there we go. And that was so much fun for me. Like I miss the original, just the roots of what I used to do. But one of the things I used to say to you, and you agree with me, but I was always like, I know there's got to be some scientific backing to this. I used to say that you can, like, I believe that 
certain men, like their smells turned you off, the smell of them, something about them. And it, it was subtle. Not like we all know what a strong off-putting odor smells like. I'm not talking about like an outhouse. I'm talking about like just something subtle, like something about a smell. Like I can't, I can't get over it. I can't get around it. It bothers me. I don't like it, even though he's great and I love him and I want to be with him. That's you know, just something about his, his smell, chemistry, his chemistry. Right. Okay. So I did find this. I kept, remember I kept telling you, I said, my, my hypothesis was that it's our DNA, it's our lizard brain saying we're not supposed to chemically mix. Our DNA should not mix with their DNA. Remember I said that? I said, I just know it. I, and I couldn't find anything. Okay. I have found the studies. And here, this is the interesting part about that. Men can sniff out women who complement their genetic weaknesses, right? So you want a woman that complements your genetic weaknesses. They can sniff that out. Now, the other part of that study is women can do it too, but birth control interferes with that. Most women in the modern day are on birth control. And so they can't smell these genetic losers that they're picking. And this is part of the problem. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. But yeah. I'm not surprised. And they know that. Doesn't this all start to make everything? Doesn't yes. everything make sense now? But the people that's selling that shit, they know. They know this. They know that. They don't care. They're selling it. You know, I'm on my whole bandwagon is women need to be off birth control. They need to do fertility awareness method. I've said that for years. I've, I left the birth control behind in my early thirties. I just was like, this is bullshit. That's when I realized what the chemicals were doing to my body. And I think that's, I honestly believe that this is the reason why it contributes to why men, women don't, don't want sex as much as men. And because of course it's a hormone, you're not just suppressing, you're suppressing their libidos. <laughs> this, is, this is a side effect. Read birth, pull out the thing from any birth control, read the list of side effects that they have to disclose. Aside from death, which is on all of them. You know, there's just a laundry list of things that interfere with your sexuality in general, not just regulating or preventing a pregnancy. When you're doing that with chemicals, everything has side effects. Every chemical you put in your body has side effects. There's, you got to weigh the pros and the cons. Anyway, I say I've done the, so I've done fertility awareness methods since I was 30 and it works like a charm. I think it's sexy because you actually are paying attention to your body and you're also getting to experience all the natural, normal flood of hormones that you get that come along with your cycle. You know how I feel about period sex. You already know that. <laughs> That's another thing you and I used to talk about a lot. You poor thing. You got roped into all these periods. You did a whole damn podcast on that. I was like, oh my God, we're really going to do a whole podcast on this. Oh, was that fucking, I've never laughed so yes, hard in my life. Yes, we laughed if hard. Nobody like has ever listened to that one. It was called, what would I call that episode? It was like red light running, red, red light running. Yeah, running red lights, yes. Yeah, red light, red, yeah. Yes. Oh my God, that was so, yeah, so funny. I've never laughed so hard. Okay, but anyway, I mean, 
chemically castrating our libidos with birth control. And all I'm, all I'm saying is there's better ways to do it that are, there's only three days, 72 hours really that you, you're fertile. Why? It's like birth control is like a, is, is, is a shotgun to kill a mosquito. And then you get all those side effects. You know, you can really do it naturally. You can really do it naturally. And then you just have to be disciplined. But that's the thing. But you know, it's not even that. It's not even that. Your guy can help you track your cycle. You got, you know, then he knows. I'm telling you, he's going to know a lot about you. He's going to know when to avoid you, when your moods are. He's going to have you. I, I like all the guys I was with would track it with me. Because it gave them, number one, they liked it. It's probably, probably sexy because we get into that breeding play. But they don't have to rely on whether or not you're taking your pill or not. They see on the app, like, you didn't take your basal temperature this morning. <laughs> you know, what's up? And But they also start to, they, again, like, they know your cycle almost better than you, which I think is hot. I mean... They really do. They'll, they'll, they know like, oh, you're da 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 da. You know, but like, that's a, that's a man that wants to be in, into a woman. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, guys, but that's they don't- man stuff. Like, but see, to me, let me go farther down the rabbit hole with that. Like, to me, like a guy that's into that, like, he's fucking claiming you. He, like, your body and what it's doing, like, that's his. He wants yes. to know. He wants and, to know and take ownership of it. Yes. And to me, that's like, oh my God. Like, it's hot. If you see it that way, oh, yes, it's hot. I see it that way. I just, I mean, I'm like, oh, I love that stuff. I'm, I'm all about it. <laughs> I told you the story of the young so, lady that worked for me. She was like looking all worried one day. I said, what's wrong? She's like, well, me and my boyfriend had sex last night. We didn't use protection. I'm worried if I'm getting pregnant, if, I, if I'll get pregnant. And I was like, well, are you ovulating? And she's like, what, what do you mean? What, what do you mean? What do I mean? She didn't know. She didn't oh, know. No. I, I had to explain to her. She's a 21-year-old. She was a 21-year-old young lady. I had to explain to her what ovulation was. And then I had to tell her, look. It's about the disconnection. Do you understand? It's about the disconnection. And she lives, women, and she women, lives, with, her, and she lives with her mom. And I told her, look. I know. You got an iPhone. Women are so disconnected from our own bodies. And yes. it's no wonder that we cannot connect with men properly. I told her, you got an iPhone. Go on the app store right now. Download iPeriod. Put it when your period comes in. It's going to track it for you. It alerts you. It alerts you a week out. It'll let you know when you shouldn't be having sex. You but you can't just it. follow these. Well, and you need your basal temperature. I don't want to mislead anybody and then have some unwanted pregnancies. I'm just saying, start Google with the basics first. Fertility awareness method. Fertility awareness method. It's the bomb. It's easy to learn. Everything's connected. You just first thing in the morning, you take your basal temperature. You have a thermometer that's Bluetooth to your phone to the app. It's so simple. You just boop. It takes two minutes. And you're off to the races and it starts tracking. And it's, for me, it's knowing all this shit and being in control. That's true self mastery. And that to me is sexy and hot, like numbing out and always wanting to be like, I don't need to know what's going on. I don't need to communicate with this person. I I don't need to have a conversation. I can just send like a three sentence text. I mean, like that's bullshit. I'm, I'm not wired that way, you know? I'm not, I just can't do it. So birth control is kind of, I'll say it's the lazy woman's way of preventing pregnancy. Mm. How about that? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, and, and again, I it. I wanna... <laughs> I've been that I've been that lazy woman before, and it's fine. But women stay on it. Here's the problem: women stay on it for most of their childbearing years, and so therefore they actually really don't know what it's like to feel fully feminine. That comes along with all the hormones that you're suppressing. So. If you're really woman, hear yourself roar. Why don't you just actually let your body do what what it's what all these years of evolution have proven work best. It requires disi- <laughs> it requires discipline and thinking and thinking. You can't be lazy with it. You have to be. I on know. It. Yeah, but but some of it, like oral birth control, you can't be lazy with that. You're supposed to take it every day. So let me just tell you, if 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 a woman thinks fertility awareness method is too much. You can't trust her. If you're a man, you really can't trust her with your birth control, period. I heard that. Truth bomb. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think I think it's time to switch over to your stuff, right? Okay, we can. Yeah, right. Let's do that. Yes. All right, everyone. Well, we're going to now jump over and I'm going to record an episode for Sir Inc.'s podcast. And why don't you tell everyone where they can find you so they can hear our next conversation? Sir Inc. <clears throat> on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but also on all podcast uh, platforms, Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google. You can find me. Man, you gotta, you're confusing. Got to make it easy for people. <laughs> Remember? This is the birth control generation. Ah, <laughs> uh, gee, well, look, well, I'm gonna send you my link. I'm gonna send you my uh my link tree. Your link tree, and then, okay. And then they can go. just click on link tree and go anywhere and find. There you go. go. There you go, everyone. Yes. We'll have link tree in the show notes, and so you don't have to stress yourselves about how to find yes. him. All right. Well, thanks for being on again. I always love talking to you. And thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this Saturday episode. I just love, 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 love your feedback. So whatever you have to say, there's an easy way to do it. And you know, I love you doing it. Just go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com. You can leave me a voicemail. Click on the pink tab on the right hand side. You have five minutes let it rip. I get back to each and every one of you personally. All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Cross your fingers for me as I'm braving the hurricane Idalia. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.